Welcome back. This week we're looking at readings from the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our readings today come from 2 Kings, Paul's letter to the Ephesians, and we're jumping into John chapter 6. Actually, for like the next eight weeks, I think, uh, we're going to be going through the uh, John chapter 6, which is really cool. Um, yeah, so we have the story of uh, Elisha and uh, him becoming a prophet. One of the cool things about Elisha, so he was the prophet who immediately followed Elijah. Um, and so Elijah performs all of these miracles as a prophet. He does all of these things. And then Elisha comes in and he does everything that Elijah did, but double. Um, so I don't know if you've ever gone through and looked at that, but like if Elijah healed somebody, Elisha healed two people. If he was multiplying bread, like he does in the gospel or in the readings today, Elijah, Elisha multiplies that. And so he takes five barley loaves and multiplies it into 20 in the reading that we get today. And he shows that, you know, the whole meaning and everything behind everything is that God will provide no matter what. Uh, which obviously gives us great foreshadowing into what happens in today's gospel. So in the gospel, we have the account that I think many people have heard before of uh, Jesus is going across the Sea of Galilee. He sees the multitude of people. They're all following him. It's mealtime. Most people think around dinner time. Um, it may even say supper in the, uh, the reading. But uh, we know that there were 5,000 men that were accounted for. Um, so that doesn't count the women or children the idea it's a great multitude right uh so numbers have more of a qualitative um, value than a quantitative value throughout most of scripture so when you have five thousand five being the multiplication of what was done in the new in the old testament and the five barley loaves now you have five plus a thousand and the the, the value of a thousand in uh, Jewish tradition, do you know? Do you know what that is? I'm right, just putting you on the spot. That's okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so Good. it's not. It's like a yes. thousand equals a lot. Three is God. Seven is fullness. Six incomplete. A thousand, a lot. A lot. <laughs> um, so we know that there was a lot. There were a lot of people, and so scholars have always asked, like, what does that mean? Well. We actually have kind of a better understanding, I think, from Philip uh, in the Gospel reading who says there are enough people here that we could not feed them with 200 days wages. So 200 days is a little more than half of a year's wages. Um, the going number that has been thrown out there is $20,000 worth of food to feed this crowd, um, which is an impressive number. I mean. You can feed a lot of people with pizza, uh, which I know they didn't have back then, but you know, $20,000 worth of pizza is going to feed a lot of people. Um, so this is a great multitude. There's a boy who's there. He's got some food. Jesus tells Andrew, I believe, he's like, hey, there's a boy here in the crowd. He's got five loaves of fish, two, or five loaves of fish, five loaves of bread and two fish. Go find him. And he does. Um, and then they're able to disperse the food. They have 12 baskets left over. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know if it's Jesus bringing or telling Andrew to go find the, the boy or Andrew finds the boy and brings him. But Yeah. Because um, I remember that was one of 
the other moments, there's a couple of moments in the gospel when St. Andrew, somebody who I care about, I guess, yeah. um, so he's going, <laughs> he'll, he'll go find the thing that's important and, and bring it back. So he yeah. tells Simon Peter, it's like, hey, I found the Messiah. You should come check him out. It's like, hey, yeah. I found this kid with all the food. Like, you should go check him out. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was Andrew found him instead of Jesus sending him. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, either way, I think it's just cool that that that, that kid, like, probably his mom was like, you should bring, you're going to have to carry the basket of food. He's like, mom, I don't want to. Why? Right. And, you know, and by this point, you know, as the miracle unfolds, he was a huge part of yeah. what happened. I, uh, I had read something uh, recently, and I'm trying to remember who the, the biblical scholar was that was reflecting on this, and he was talking about how this is all taking place right outside of, and I don't remember the name of the city, that was very well known for being a marketplace for food. And so there were people that were like, I wonder if he was sent out by his family to go sell the fish mm. and the bread because he saw a large group going. He's like, hey, now's the perfect time to go and you know, upcharge them a little bit because I don't think they have anything. But whether he gave freely or it was purchased, he's part of this great miracle. And I'm, I'm sure either way, as a gift or as it was purchased, whatever happened, um, imagine the look on his face when that's distributed to a crowd that is of that size, you know, 15,000 people or something like that, that it's like, wait, wait what's happening? <laughs> like, it just keeps going. And then there's leftover. Right. Uh, you know, and we know that to be very symbolic of the, the 12 tribes of Israel and how they split apart. Uh, and that this shows that God is trying to bring everything back together. And I think that's where all of this also ties into Paul's reading from Ephesians. And he's talking so much about the we are part of one God we're not part of multiple gods and we know that earlier in Paul's writings through different things that he talks about you're not the church of Paul or the church of Apollo or the church of this or that you know it's one God and we have to be in constant union with that one God yeah absolutely yeah and I think you know ultimately the these readings are all trying to teach us a very important lesson of that God will provide for us you know, even when we have this great need, we know that from the readings that we've had over the last couple of weeks, that when Jesus sees the crowd of people, he's moved. It says he was moved with pity for them because they were sheep without a shepherd. And so this is, I think, his response to all of those things. It's, I see the need, now let me respond. And he responds first and foremost with a very human need of hunger. That's all something that we, and I think once he start, it's almost like he's building the relationship. We do the same thing all the time with our kids, right? We have breakfast champions on Wednesdays right now. We do Bible studies on Wednesdays in the during the school year. We feed them food, pizza. Then we feed them. We give them the gospel. We give them the message. We give them the fellowship. We pray with them. And I think Jesus is doing the same thing. Let me feed all of them. Once they're fed, once they're comfortable, then we take the next step. We begin to pray. We begin to talk about the spiritual life. We, we give them food of a different kind. Right. And there's something cool that I like about, and it shows up in some of Jesus' other miracles as well, um, as well as actually some of the Old Testament, the prophets, especially Elijah, where God will do something and he'll show in certain cases that like he's willing to way overdo it out of out of love. So yeah. it's, um, with this case, the fact that there was still stuff left over. Right. Um, and then like the miracle of the wedding at Cana, like, it wasn't just... He didn't just make all the water into wine. He made it into like really good wine. Yeah. Um, and there's something to be said there of uh, not not for us in material 
blessing so much, although, I don't know, but it, in the fact that God's love for us is not limited and he's willing to just totally shower it upon us and overflowing. Yeah. Uh, just, I just think it's kind of cool. Yeah. More leftovers than what they started with. Right. You know, it's kind of neat. Yeah. So I guess the, the challenge for all of us this week as we, we kind of look forward to going through John chapter 6 through the next few weeks uh, would be to take a moment to look at those places in your life where you have seen God's love be very abundant. Uh, and then also those places where uh, God has provided in ways that you did not expect and to be thankful for those. Um, I know that's something I should be more aware of uh, in my own life as well and those places that would be blessed very abundantly. So uh, in terms of being blessed abundantly, I hope everybody has had the opportunity to uh, meet Father Garrett, who is with us here at All Saints, been here for a couple weeks, uh, and had the opportunity to talk to Father Davida as he's now taking on the pastoral administrator role uh, to just congratulate him and kind of get a vision of what he's going for. And then, of course, we have our, our steady and constant and incredibly faithful and spiritual uh, guide, Father Paul, who's here with us. Um, great, great people. So take the time to thank them. We are blessed abundantly here at All Saints. Please know that we are praying for all of you, and we ask that you do the same for us as well. God bless. We'll see you next week.